Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from September the 28th, 1991. This show will drop a day or two before Wildcat X Rated in New Orleans. Tickets may be sold out, but in the chance that they're not, go check Wildcat Sports for ticket information. I'm supposed to be there. Hopper should be there. He's actually performing, obviously, and all the stars of Wildcat and all of the listeners who are making it, who are making it there. If you listened to this before, uh, can't wait to see you. If you listen to it after, it was good to see you. Uh, it's another BTT official meetup for the listeners. Uh, annual tradition like no other, where the degenerates get together. And before I throw it to Doc to ask how he's doing, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. And shout out to uh, one returning patron and Hall of Famer, Greg R. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, coming back to Patreon. Doc, uh, Superstar said he was going to be with us. We're recording this just a couple of days after our last show, so um, events might seem not seem as timely. I'm sure you're still reeling. And there's Harper as he joins the show. Uh, so let me ask hey. you. I was about to hold say, on, how me, are you, Doc? Hold but on, how hold are... on. Oh, go ahead. So usually when we record to pick up time on a Friday morning, the superstar is at the shoot job. And yeah. it's Friday morning, and Harper's not at the shoot job. Now, that could mean a lot of different things for a guy that just doesn't want to do this anymore. Especially since it's Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras. Holy shit. That's like poor Bayou people's 10 Super Bowls. But now let's find out why Harper is with us on a weekday morning. Harper, why are you with us? I tested positive for uh, COVID. My goodness. Yeah. So, um, not to make light of your condition, uh, I, let's just cut to the chase. How, how are you doing? I feel uh, almost 100%. Okay. You sound a little stuffed up and maybe yeah. a little tired. Right. I mean, let's see. What's today? Friday? Probably by tomorrow or Sunday, I should be normal. Normal? Normal for you or normal for us? Like normal for me. Okay. Okay. That's. We don't want you to lose your edge. Now... <laughs> let's 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 do the uh the one to ten thing that they do at the hospitals uh on a scale of one being like i need a ventilator and 10 being like i'm ready to eat some ass how are you feeling uh like a six okay okay so closer to getting back to the ass eating than the ventilator that's good to hear yeah all right um okay well we're just catching up it's been a it's been you know 50 hours since we spoke last. Um, the Eagles still lost the Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah. Starting to get ready for the draft. <laughs> um, He's insufferable. As, as I said, as I predicted, he would be insufferable. He's going to bring this up at least once a month, if not once a week, until August. Hey, man, we are, we are at the end of September. Of 1991. I mean, it, you just look up and the, and the year. I don't know where the year is going. Before we know it, it will be Christmas. Oh. Hey, 
while while I'm waiting, while I'm about to share my screen. Every year I tell myself around this time, I'm going to start Christmas shopping early so that I don't have to rush around. But then I just never do it. My favorite part about about people like that is I never forget the day I was at work and it was a Tuesday at noon and someone walked in the lunchroom and said, the week's going by so quick. And I'm thinking to myself, not fucking we're fast day, enough, bro. We're a day and a half past having to come back. What are you talking about? Seriously? All right. And on that note, let's get into uh, let's get into September the 28th of 1991. How's that sound, Doc? We there are we are back at center stage this week. This was mm. taped on September the 16th of 1991. This is the second half of the taping from that night. If you believe the internet, uh, the show opens with a replay of Wyndham and race going at it and Luger coming out and blasting Wyndham with a few chair shots. We go to the intro, uh, which can is JR the, and Paulie. Can you play the audio until we get to Heyman cutting his jokes? You mean, you know what I'm talking from about? That point? Yeah, I got that noted. Jesus. I got it noted. Yeah. So I don't have the exact timestamp, so I'm just going to play it from right here because Heyman is uh, Heyman's cutting promos on Latoya Jackson. Here it is. <laughs> Listen to this, Hopper. You'll love it. Beautiful Bobby Eaton, one-on-one with Abdullah the Butcher. And tonight right here on TBS, beautiful Bobby is going to get beaten up worse than Latoya at a Jackson family reunion. And then you, my friend, since you didn't have enough guts last week to interview the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Tonight, you get to prove yourself as an announcer. You have to interview Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher at the same time. I will be interviewing Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher later in the broadcast. Plus, we look forward to the return here at center stage of Flying Brian as he takes on Thomas Rich of the York Foundation. Flying Brian versus Thomas Rich, which all leads into Halloween hell. Did you want more, Doc, or that just, just no, the Latoya Jack? I just wanted Jackson to hear about Latoya. Yeah. What's what you think about that, to her back then i forget so i think he said that because of the playboy shoot she did yeah i remember her posing in like playboy or some shit back in the day yeah she did a couple of playboy shoots one in the late 80s one in the early 90s and i think that's why paulie is saying um you know just i think i'm i'm assuming that's why he's making the mention of you know eaton's gonna get uh, beat up worse than Latoya Jackson at a Jackson family reunion. That that's that's what I think. Now, now oh God, okay. Now you could <laughs> keep going. No, no, don't get, Could you about imagine Latoya, watching fucking uh, Monday Night Raw and they said something like that? Yeah, it wouldn't happen. No, <laughs> it's it not happen. I told. I didn't know she was pregnant, so let me caveat that. But I said, if the NFL wanted to draw big ratings, they would have had Chris Brown come out at the at the house. Come show. on. Jesus Christ. That's With a funny. steel chair. My no. God, that's Chris Brown's music. What's you he know, doing I, here? What's he doing here? Quick, we need help in the ring. We want Sting. We want Sting. <laughs> one of my one of my wife's friends posted if they really wanna make a splash, they'll have Chris Brown come out. Not not do something stupid, but just sing with her or something. Yeah, I was like right. I said, this is corporate. Kids. I was like, this is not happening. He beat that girl's ass, bro. He did. Like, he that shit ain't just, funny. He didn't just grab her and, and like throw her down on, on a sofa or something. Like she was his sparring partner. Bro. Fuck him. Yeah. I mean, she had she had a black eye, the, the busted lip and everything. She was like Rocky Dude. Balboa. Dude, it, it looked like she had, yes, it looked like, she looked like Rocky at the end of the first yeah. movie when him and Apollo had to go to the hospital. Right. <laughs> so you, you like that hallway, Mike, again? You get excited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a hallway. We got Z-Man at the referee and post. We just, we're set up for success. I just don't get the hallway. Why? Well, let's go to the first match. The Patriots and Todd Champion. Uh, I'm sorry. The Patriots, who the U.S. tag champs with, of course, Firebreaker Chip, Chip and Todd Champion, take on Mike Fever and Mike Thor. Uh, Z-Man is the ref here. Great look by Z-Man. He should stick with this gig. 
Uh, there's a lot of talk about how unfortunate it is that the Z-Man is injured and he's having to settle for being a ref now. I think it's a positive change in his career, to be honest. I don't know why we're feeling so sorry for him right now. Um, Doc, the Patriots obviously are going to win. Any thoughts on this uh, five-star Matt Classic? Who do you like better, champion or chip? Mm. Champion. In the ring? I, 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 champion's gimmick is... It's not that stupid. It's a typical Americana Sergeant Slaughter type of gimmick, which which could kind of you could get away with it. But I think what's his name is better in the ring, the fireman. Okay, I agree with Hopper. I think so too. But I think I think Champion's got a great look. Oh yeah, he's he's got a real great look. Did and I don't think he used to uh, job out, kind of. Yeah, when he was uh, during the Crockett days, or I think it was somebody else. No, I think you're right. I think he did do. Yeah, I think he. I mean, Chip did too. Both of them did. Yeah, yeah. But now he's got tremendous upside. And now he went to Baghdad, and he. It, and. Well, he's not he very wanted. small though, Doc. You know, I mean, he looks good. Well, yeah. He's bigger than <laughs> he's <laughs> bigger than the midnight. This show is going to turn into imitating herd now when we see these wrestlers because we did that segment and basically a whole show on uh, the Jim Herd interview. Uh, they win the Patriots. Yes. That is. Any other thoughts before we keep? Not moving? one. Okay. Yeah. He's like Guile from Street Fighter. Okay. Right. <laughs> Doesn't he? Sure. Yeah. Where they got that from? I'm gonna have to take your word for that. <laughs> Doc. Yeah. Bro, I'm 17 I mean, years old at this time. I don't know what Harper's talking about right now. The Guy game Street Fighter. Street Fighter Two. Okay. Yeah, it does. It, he does. Uh, Champion does look like him. Yeah, the flat top, it, the fatigues. It, yeah. I wasn't a big Street Fighter guy, but oh, I mean, nah, it's we used to, bro. We used to ride our bikes to Lakeside Mall to the Fun Arcade and just pump quarters to that shit. Street Fighter was <laughs> our shit, dude. All right, let's continue. Wow, um, look at this. This looks interesting. So uh, here's here's my question before we even hear this. We're not going to hear it. I'm just okay. So so here's I have a couple of questions. Can you tell the people what you're about to talk about first? I mean, you you just you acting like. People listening can hear, know what, we're, what you're about to say. I'm about to. I'm about to. We, we okay. are looking at the first two rules for the upcoming Chamber of Horrors match and Halloween Havoc. And so there's more, but we have two teams of four men in the match. And then instruments of torture, those are exact words can be used to prevent opponents from leaving the ring. Okay, so let's stop right there. Who writes this shit down on the booking committee and goes, yeah, that's a good idea? I don't know. Dusty's there right now, so... Okay. Instruments of torture. Really? And even if that's needed and true, if we're going to go this far, what issue are we trying to resolve? I don't know, but the sad part is they throw old Gordon Soley into this segment because this is the Halloween Habit Control Center, and we're pumping up the pay-per-view that's a month away on October the 27th. My point and, is is that like they do war games because it's like we got to settle some shit, and it lost steam over time because it was like, it, you know, Har uh, the, the Cornette always says it. It became a, a, a stipulation in need of a match instead of the other way around. Yeah, it's it, it's... I don't know what the what the grand payoff of the Chamber of Horrors match outside of, oh, we have a pay-per-view. Let's do something ridiculous. But if we're going to bring in instruments of torture to whip the shit out of each other, is it just for giggles? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I've always wondered as a kid was, why would you agree to this? Yeah, I ain't doing this. Yeah. Especially I, when I've you see the wondered, finish. Like, why would you say, yeah, this sounds like a great idea. And... Just like the elimination matches or whatever they were in Smoky Mountain, 
if you need two pages or two screens to to tell me all the rules for the wrestling match, we've made this more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, I don't less rules is better. Um less rules is better. Two teams I don't know how to say of four men, total of eight. No shit, right? And so, and they put baby faced Barry Windham on the heel team. Let's get into this further. So Gordon Soley's plugging it. It's the Chamber of Horrors. The rules are this. As Doc said, the first rule for the Chamber of Horrors, which will be eight people, is two teams of four men, total of eight men in the Chamber of Horrors. Like Doc said, instruments of torture can be used to prevent opponents from leaving the ring for whatever the hell that means. We'll see, I guess, the pay-per-view. This is a great time for you to become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt because that is the only place you will see us cover this nonsense. Rule number three, to win... A team must escape and prevent other teams from escaping before the time limit expires. Rule number four, which is the most ridiculous, especially when you see how this thing ends. When the time limit expires, any remaining individuals will have to face the consequences of the chamber of horrors. I don't want to tell you now what that consequence will be. I'll just leave it. time expires, any remaining individuals will have to face the so that what you want to lose on purpose, so you wouldn't ha- have to face the consequences. Well, to win, Uh-oh. a team must escape and prevent other teams from escaping before the time limit. So, so this your, is, so your goal. Like school. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I can't top it. So yeah, Harper, it does feel like school. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it feels like school. How many gentlemen wrestlers said, hey, wait, what are we doing out there? Yeah. So that is the Chamber of Horrors. Now, again, Gordon plugs that because that's what we're going to be dealing with coming up at Havoc. The main event at Halloween Havoc, he also mentions, is going to be Lex Luger versus Ron Simmons for the WCW world title. It is two out of three falls. So just want to mention that. And that is the WCW control center or Halloween havoc control center. Gordon Soley had to plug and mention the chamber of horrors, which is probably the funniest part of that. Uh, Doc, before I move it along, any other thoughts on the nonsense with the chamber of horrors? Can't wait to get there. Can't wait. We go to uh, commercial, come back from commercial. The next match is the Enforcers versus Greg Sawyer and Joey Mags. And Doc, uh, Larry Zabisco ends up twisting this Greg Sawyer fella up after Arn hit him with a spine buster in the Enforcers. The WCW World Tag Champs are going to get the win. Any thoughts on this matchup? Um, Man, at the beginning, Arn was just like, can we please get some competition? And I thought it was interesting because they were in control. They put on a, a a long squash. They were dominant. Oh, they did. She got Joey Mag shirt. What? That must got to be a, a relative or something. Yeah. Like why? Why would you have a Mag shirt? That's Joey Mag. Oh, that's probably his daughter. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Her son. <laughs> that's his son uh, next to her. That's got to be a relative. Maybe it's just, and maybe there's a rat somewhere, and Joey Mags, you're my father. Don't say that. Come on. I was about and this to other say. chick's like, right, what the fuck is she writing on? I'm telling you, that's relatives of his. Yeah. There's no way that's not. One of them's got a trapper keeper she's writing on, and the other one's got a Joey Mags t-shirt. Mm. Mm. Look at All that right. face. Anything else, Doc? Um, twenty six twenty five. Dude, Larry is stretch. Maybe some audio too. Larry is stretching this guy and yelling at the other one. This was dominant. There it is. Yeah. Get some audio. Here it is. Thrive on competition. They're great athletes. They love being the World <laughs> Tag Team Champions because that brings the best out of everybody, even out of Mags and Sawyer. They want the toughest competition in the world because of the best tag team in the world. And they can beat anybody because, as always, Anderson and Zabisco control the pace They're of the match. They're taunting this kid, Joey Mags, over there. He's got, 
He's got Sawyer in this. Uh, I don't know. He's not stretching. Working an arm and a stretch yeah. and a. He's got him in a and hold. He's talking smack to Joey Mag on the apron. God bless America. It was, it was measured. It was dominant. These guys continue to impress. Yeah, and then the finish is he kind of almost goes back. Well, it's not the same hole. He's but been he's, using this for a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's twisting up this little Sawyer fella. It's that and, same hole that, that Stu Hart used in wrestling with Shadows where he had that guy down and he goes, she is vain right there. That kind of hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that, they win. That's it? Well, it, it was eight minutes. I just fast-forwarded, Hopper. Oh, I was about yeah, to it, say. And it was it long. Was, they, they took they them went apart. A and, and, it, they, and they stretched them the whole time. It wasn't like the other team was getting offense in. It was just them dismantling them and just having playing with them like a cat playing with a mouse. Yes. On that note, like we're 30 that. minutes in, and we finally go to a promo. It is the Enforcers, and because it's Arn and Larry, we have to listen. Here it is. Larry's Abisco are the world tag team champions. That means you're the best tag team in the world. And now, gentlemen, breathing down your neck, the Patriots, Steiner and Kazmaier, and the Freebirds as well. Hey, people, how does it feel to look at the last two real men on the face of planet Earth right here? You know, those names you mentioned don't mean a hill of beans because they're men of the 90s. They're robotized sheep. They think like wimps, Paul. You know, your computers have made it too easy to think, people. All your fast food chains made it too easy to eat. All you ladies with your plastic surgeons made it too easy to get a date. In fact, this whole world's so soft, the entire Garden of Eden is now the largest toxic waste dump site in the whole damn galaxy Jesus. well i tell you the world's gonna have to solve its problems all by itself the hard way and anybody getting into our world and want these belts are gonna have to do it the hard way they're gonna have to go through the enforcers our entire lives have been spent preparing for a parallel that would meet at this time WCW has changed a lot the last few years. Younger, stronger, better looking athletes with a lot of flamboyance. And they look at us and they say, you guys aren't flamboyant. You don't wear feathers. You don't bring musical instruments to the ring. Mm. And what I say to those critics, while each and every person tries to figure out a more grand way to enter the ring, we have figured out the way to enter succeed and then leave you may not call it flamboyance i call it being a winner for the world champions bottom line there's only one way to spell wrestling e-n-f-o-r-c-e-r-s and we'll be back mr zabisco after this um he gets the rolex oh yeah i'm arn he, I'm sorry. And I, I don't know that pronounce. you don't need to try to give some of that to Larry. Larry was For real? Larry was cutting a promo that would be relevant today. Yes. Instead yeah. of like plastic surgery, he would say the online dating sites. Are you on yeah. Grinder? No. Well, no. Maybe. Okay. All right. Dude, let's let's wait, wait. Come Do on. I need hold to be? on. Hold on. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to this. Because Arn, Arn is talking about, you know, it's full. Uh, WCW is full of flamboyance. And me and Larry ain't that. And we don't need to bring guitar. Uh, he didn't say guitars. Musical instruments, instruments to the ring. But they still find a way to win. Mm. Bro, he is. He's a god. <laughs> Jesus. He's just. Pissed on Van Hammer, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was pissed on Johnny B. Bad too, huh? With the feathers. Perhaps. Yeah. 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 That's not fair shooting on Marrow. Come on. Everybody's fair game, bro. Yeah. But I get it. Like, they're not a gimmick. And I said this the other day. And maybe on the last show, maybe I said it on social media, bro. They Silas Young stole Larry Zabisco's gimmick here. You know from ROH Doc Silas Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last oh, yeah, yeah. real man. Right. 
He, I mean, I say that, I'm not being serious, but it's it's kind of what Silas Young was when he was doing that whole run with The Last Real Man. Like, that's what Zabisco's just saying here, and then Arn's leaning into it with putting his whole spin on it. They don't need flamboyancy. We just come in here, we kick ass, and we win. All right, Arn, you get my Rolex. I'm so, no, no, no. You get my toot. You get the toot toot award. Any other thoughts, Doc or Hopper? No, no it's just good shit, pal. That it was is good, good shit, shit, pal. Uh, there was a commercial with the Z-Man and Pillman plugging the Bruise Cruise. Yeah. <sighs> Boy. Oh yeah. They was doing some bruising, all right. You know them too. How many? <laughs> how many cribs did <laughs> Pillman wink? <laughs> Well, never mind. There wouldn't be too many cribs on the boat. How many people actually went to that? I don't know. They've been plugging it for months, though. Yeah. Like, like, how successful was the Bruise Cruise? Well, I'm sure it was full. But success, it depends how you measure success. Are we measuring success? By the number of ladies on the boat, or are they measuring success by how many people total were on the boat? That's what I'm. That's the difference between wrestlers and corporate. That's how many right. People actually called the phone number and said, "Yeah, but okay, here's my credit card. Let's right, do this. right. Yeah, somebody out there do the research for us. Was the Bruise Cruise packed, and was it packed with ladies? Someone out there will know the answer. Ben Martin, you're on the job. Mike Pru, you're on the job. Let's see what y'all can come up with. All right, we'll keep going. The next match is Big Josh and Dustin Rhodes. They come to the ring with their six-man belts on versus Buddy Lee Parker and Bob Cook. You know, I don't know what's going on with these six-man belts because I think Z-Man is the other member, so who knows what the hell is happening here. Uh, Dustin catches Cook with a boot, then a lariat, and uh, Big Josh comes in with the uh, axe handle and sit down type move or whatever. There was a botch. Doc, any thoughts on this match? I'm not watching Big Josh right now. Come on. Okay. Fair enough. I'm not. Nobody needs a fortune to do anything. All right. The next match is Terrence Taylor. No, no, with... no, 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 no. What? I need you to go back to 42 minutes with sound. God. What are we looking I think here? about this every Super Bowl Sunday, bro. All right. Hold up. There you go. Hit play. All right. Here it is. Has been chosen. The bomb is in place. The mission is almost complete. Robert Shaw must stop a madman who will stop at nothing. He watches everything, everything. Don't you understand something? When we set off the big one, we're both going with it. From the creator of Silence of the Lambs. Why, Sunday, 10.35 Eastern, Sunday morning on TBS. Well, you didn't have a Black Sunday this Sunday, the the Super Bowl Sunday, because the Eagles lost. And as you said on the last show, that was better than the Cowboys winning one, which is pathetic. Have you, have you ever seen that movie, Harper? I think back in a day. I saw yeah. It. I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. <laughs> been a it's long on time Amazon. i just looked it up man you know that the super bowl is a severe target oh god dude yeah for, for bad guys you remember that shitty movie with, with uh jean-claude van damme when it's, no. it's 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 the it's the hockey deal it's like that but it's the stanley cup they're in pittsburgh Yeah, I, I got nothing, Harper. No, it I've came never out. seen a Jean Claude Van Damme movie in my life. Yeah, oh, right. God, come on! You've never seen Bloodsport, dude. He's lying. He's lying, Harper. Don't but believe why? that bullshit. Lionheart. Nope. Kickboxer. Harper. Harper, he's lying. He's got to be lying. I, my my dumb ass has seen Bloodsport and Kickboxer. Yeah. You ever seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have, Mike. Been a long time. What about seven? No, I'm not watching that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you. Dude, I got. I don't have enough time in my day to find that movie. Okay. 
I don't even know what streaming service or digital fucking platform it's on, asshole. So stop asking me about seven. Jesus Christ. But he's he's got to be lying, Hawk. How have you not seen Bloodsport, Doc? Right. Side How board. have you not seen it? Sounds like a kinky soldier. porn movie. Dude, I'll never forget Bloodsport back in the day. I watched that. How many times have you seen that movie, Hopper? Bruh, I remember <laughs> it came on like Channel 26, like it was the movie of the week or whatever. Every and week. I taped, yeah, and I taped it. And I watched it every day when I got home from fucking school. Because to me, it was like a real life Street Fighter 2. That movie was so good back in the yeah, day. Bruh. <laughs> God, that movie was great. <laughs> Let's see. What uh, the fuck was that movie? It, 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 oh, uh, is that no? Let's see. What are we, what are we looking at? It was uh, Sudden Death, the, the fucking hockey movie. Okay, I remember that movie name. I don't remember the movie. Yeah. They're in, they're in Pittsburgh during the world's, during the Stanley Cup, and they're going to blow it up, and it's up to Jean Claude to save the day and shit. All those people out there who love making fun of me and the movies I ain't seen or this band I don't know about and that band I don't know about, this jackass over here has never seen Bloodsport. Never. And he is... I never will. Kumite. What is The Kumite. The Kumite. Yeah, the Kumite. I, that was what I was, I was trying to remember the name. The Kumite in Bloodsport. You know the guy made all that shit up. The guy, the Frank Frank Dukes, that 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 the movie was supposedly based off of. Right? They didn't they say it was it was supposed to be based on a on a true story, but it really wasn't. Right. The guy just told everybody this shit. Yeah, I, I did this and that and that. <laughs> he 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 just made all this shit up. He made it up, and back then you had no way to fact right. check it. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, because even at the end, didn't they say something about, like, there was a, there was a text at the end. It's like, Frank Dukes is the only American to ever win right. this tournament. He's, he's the only American to win it. And it said, to this day, I think he, he had the record for the fastest knockout and the fastest punch or something. Right. And it, it and was it's... all bullshit. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Oh my God! They made a whole movie out of it. That's great. Yeah, uh, that movie would have never been made if they knew it wasn't true. No, it was yeah. all bullshit. All right, Doc's mad. He hadn't seen it. He doesn't know what we're talking about. Let's keep moving. Uh, Terrence Taylor uh, with Thomas Rich, Alexander York, and Richard Morton out there. But Terry Taylor's taking on uh, Terry Bronson. Uh, the York Foundation could be the next six-man tag champs, is what we hear. Uh, Taylor wins with the uh, five arm that he does. Doc, any thoughts on this one? What do you think Tommy Rich was saying to Alexander out on the outside when they were concerned about computers? Hi, can you uh, you get a computer to do the Barnett for you, or how's that work? That way, I don't have to do it no more. Made my can you order some bruised. cocaine on this thing? Man, yeah, you get right. Man, let me tell you something. It's 91, but wait till the internet becomes a thing like 97 or 8. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to order my cocaine straight off this son bitch. If you order cocaine on this, does it, can it trace it back to you? Y'all know the reason I started doing cocaine? Barnett told me it numbs the throat. Oh, uh, come on. We'll go stop. All right. Well, you know. Mm. Stephen Javorski's favorite wrestler. So there's that. Okay, Doc. Any thought? Any other thoughts on Taylor here uh, as he wins? No. All right. Too long. Uh, it did go on for quite some time. So um, they go to they go to commercial and then they come back and Jr. throws to a replay of the happenings from last week when Wyndham and Luger and Race and Hughes all kind of got together and were brawling and then Wyndham being attacked. Uh, with a chair, we go straight from that to a promo with Barry Windham, and here it is. Bring out Barry Windham here to center stage. 
one of the most courageous athletes I've ever been around. And if anyone has a score to settle with Lex Luger and his entourage, it's this big man from Sweetwater, Texas. You know, Jim Ross, I heard you say earlier in the program that I had a lot of time to think about this. But I tell you, the man on the run is Lex Luger because Lex Luger is so scared of losing that World Heavyweight Championship that he will do anything that he can to keep it around his waist. Now he's got Mr. Hughes and he's got Harley Race at his side at all times. I don't care if it's in a public place or if it's at the wrestling arena. And what he's got those two jokers for is to make sure that nobody gets in his way. Well, I'll tell you what, Luger, with myself and Ron Simmons included, all you've done is make this joint a little bit harder and a little bit tougher on yourself. Because the World Heavyweight Championship is something that you don't deserve and you were never in line for it. And now it's gotten personal. So when I step in the ring with you, you can beat me up, you can bloody me, you can do anything you want to, but I'll tell you what, it's only gonna make it rougher on you the next time you walk out. And Ron Sims is made out of the same stuff that I am, and he's proven it time and time again when he was at Florida State, and he was an All-American, and he was up for all kinds of awards just to prove what kind of person he is. Well, I'll tell you what, Luger, when we step in those rings in tag team form, or whether it's again Ron Simmons for the World Heavyweight Championship or myself, you will have one of the fights of your life, and we'll make sure that you don't walk away from it, pal. And fans, don't forget that tag team matchup. Signed for the Omni, Saturday night, October the 12th. The special referee will be Dusty Rhodes, and we'll be right back. I thought it was a solid babyface promo, and Wyndham's got his Freedom Rock look going on, right, Doc? Oh, yeah, definitely. Dude, he needs the Freedom Rock turn it up. Um, he was good there, though, and he's made a nice turn to being a, a um, babyface and supporting Ron, and let's put him on the heel side of the Chamber of Horrors. Fucking Farm Aid. Farm Aid, yeah. Yeah, if you think about it, Doc, they... We got to take back the corporate farm... He um it to the families. Okay. Wyndham got screwed out of the world title, like not only from multiple ways. I'm talking about just with facing Luger and Harley Race interfering and all that stuff. So, I mean, he it makes sense that he would have a stake in this whole thing with wanting to get back at Luger. So anyway, that was my thought. So uh, uh, how was the the attendance for that for that show? At the army. You want to look it up, Doc, while I go to the next thing? Not really. Oh, okay. Um, I had looked it up at one point. I'll have to look because again. It's it's on. At least it's they're online. pushing it. Oh, they've been pushing the piss out of it. Right. They don't stop pushing it. Like, I'll, I'll give them credit here. Like, remember how in the studio back in the day, they, I don't know, to me it felt like they were always pushing the local mm-hmm. events. Well, they are, you got to give them credit. They are always pushing the local stuff. Like, like lately, like maybe not as much as they, they did back in the day, but now they're, they're put, well, they probably push a little bit other sites, but they're always talking about the Omni here these days. What date did he say it was? September what? Let's see something. Doc's getting mad because he's like, come on, bro. No, we're going to answer the question, Doc. We're not going to get upset with Harper. He yeah, wants to know yeah. what the what the, what the the results were. So we got to look it up. <laughs> God, we've still got one more hour. Mm. Well, you asked the question. Yeah, that's why I was wondering why you give a shit about some shithead show at the Omni. Come on. All of a sudden, uh, you care. Let's see. If it's the God. the October twelfth Omni <laughs> show, I'm I know Doc getting mad. That's why I'm going slower. Uh, the October twelfth Omni show did forty five hundred. If you believe uh, the internet, these if you days. believe the internet is the key, that's that's right. That's not good. Well, I don't know. Is it is it horrible? Yeah, I think that's what. I think that's, that's not, the one we're talking about. Yeah, that's not even half, bro. Right. Okay, well, well now I'm really about to... Now y'all really are going to cut a promo on it. 4,500 in attendance, 2,800 paid. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it 
That's why I wanted to look it up because I, I remember looking it up, but I couldn't remember exacts. Jesus Christ. Yeah, not good. No. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, PN News takes on John Peterson as we come back from commercial. PN News is in the ring rapping his ass off. JR says He's there got was a once new a rhyme, doesn't he? Well, I see. I mean, he's always got a new one, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's got a different beat, it sounded like. Let me see. Hold on. I might have to edit this out of the YouTube version, so if you don't hear nothing, that's why. His opponent from Seattle, Washington, 235 pounds, John. That's the same one. Okay. Doom, 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 doom. Uh, it's like Spy Hunter mixed with terrible rap. I don't know how to Spy Hunter. The guy that game was badass. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was okay. a badass game. Yeah. Um. So PN News is taking on Terry Hart. We get some We Want Sting. I'm sorry. That was the next match. We, we come back from Girls with PN News. JR's talking about a, a debate. He says, News and gang uh, are having a debate on who had the better 747 or broken record. And JR says, We have the answer because news is here and gang is gone. It's real classy. Um, yeah, that's fucked up. G- right? Gang's out of the promotion. Pretty bad, man. Couldn't do nothing with him, though. Where'd he what go? Do? Uh, what is 91? I don't even know. He comes back, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's go now to... I need to play some audio from Paulie uh, here um, during the match. Here it is. In news, very strong, obviously, but he is so agile for a super heavyweight. Well, I tell you what, you want to talk about a debate, I'll make a challenge right here for you. See, he, he can hang in the air like an airplane can hover, but he's 403 pounds of Motown blubber. See, I'm the real rap master of Paulie's Mind Name because my raps rhyme and his are really lame. So if he wants to debate me, he'll surely lose. Maybe we can have a wrap off on the Bruise Cruise. Well, PN News will be on the Bruise Cruise. And so will you. I. So there's the, there's the challenge. It's laid down right here. Well, maybe we'll have a debate on the Bruise Cruise then. You guys can put your little Speedo bathing suits on both of you. Stand up there at uh, at the poolside and do your uh, debate. We can see who has the most abs. I don't know what the worst part of that was. Paulie rapping or JR talking about you guys could both put your Speedos on and have a rap contest mm. at the deck, on the deck. Jesus. Hopper, mm. uh. mm. what kind of rats... Our our pilot uh, patron out there, uh, David C. He 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 asked a question. I can't remember all the question, but what kind of rats did PN News uh, pull? Mm-hmm. I don't smelly ones. Yeah, no. it's messed up. Like the leftovers. The mm. left- <laughs> Girls uh, built of- like him. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god! Did you see that? That (laughs) It was supposed to be an arm drag. Watch. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) He didn't. (laughs) He didn't hook him. He didn't hook him. The the guy didn't make it any easier because he didn't stick his arm out either. All right. Grab you because my fat was too limiting. Shut up. All right. PN News hits the broken record, Doc. Any other thoughts? No. Yeah, it was not it's all that great. Cactus Jack takes on a gentleman by the name of Terry Hart, who looks like he works at the uh, Jiffy Lube up the street, uh, changing oil. Um, some We Want Sting chants. Cactus dumps Hart outside the ring, does the elbow drop on the floor, rolls him back in the ring, hits him with a double arm DDT. Abdullah comes to the ring after, tees off on Hart with a kendo stick, beats the piss out this guy. Uh, it was pretty quick. Doc, any thoughts? I wish they'd. I kind of. I know what they're doing with Cactus. I would like to see Cactus and Dustin get it on during this time, though. This is a hell of an elbow on the video version that we're about to see. He goes quite a ways, and it's on the concrete. And here it comes. <laughs> That's painful. Yeah, fuck I don't, that, dude. I, I don't know how he. Again, I've said it before. I don't. I don't know how he's walking today. His hip is landed on the on the floor. That socket is just connecting with concrete. Yes. Um, and then at the end, once you get past the finish, in comes Abdullah. And I don't, if you're laying there as a job guy 
1991, are you feeling good about Abdullah swinging a cane on you while you're just laying there? No. Uh, that hurt. Get him. Because he don't he's care about his own self. Pipe. Right. Oh, sorry. He's just teeing off, bro. I mean, next time, just hit him with an axe. It might hurt less. Yeah, I, I, no. No, thank you. I pass. Oh, he, he got he, him in the throat right there. Yeah, yeah he, and he just keeps going. Yeah, I'm I'm hard passing on this, Doc. No, thank you. All right, so what we're about to see next is wild-assed in a great way. I'm interested to get Harper's take on this because he ain't seen it. And what that is is a promo we're going to go to between uh, or with Cactus and Abdullah. Here it is. Is looking forward to the cage match in the Omni on Saturday night, October the 12th. But the question still remains, who's paying you guys to come here and put Sting out of WCW? Don't you worry about who's paying who who. Worry about who's next. As far as Sting and Rick Steiner are concerned, Rick Steiner, do you really want to get in there with him? If that's the case, why don't we take the telephone? And reserve a room with your crippled brother because that's where you belong that's where you belong stinger can you control him can you control this guy no, hell no i can't control him and why would i want to can't you see that violence can be beautiful a word to the stinger when that elbow's dropped and you feel that lump in your throat don't be deceived it's not emotion, it's your liver. <laughs> two points, two points need to be made. One, two, do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? It's a 12. It's October 12th in the Omni. They want a steel cage match. Well, why doesn't WCW just agree to send the lambs to slaughter? Because you're in there with two men that just don't care. Do you think he cares about winning matches? Ah, do you think I care if none of my teeth remain? And Jim Ross, this goes for you. You walk that straight line. Because when we're around, any wrong step could be a step in your grave. I'll, I'll never do this again. Fans, we'll be right back. Abdullah is eating Cactus's hair and then is taking JR's notes and eating them and then stuffing them in Cactus's mouth. What the piss, bro? <laughs> what does Cactus's hair taste like? Oh, I don't know. Hopper? What does Abdullah's breath smell like? Dookie. <laughs> Come on, the answer's raw chicken. Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. Come what on. Do you think his, his hair probably tastes like a uh, something out of a truck stop bathroom. Mm. <laughs> so, what'd you think of that, Harper? I thought that looked great, and we need more of this. I agree. I thought that was fantastic. Isn't it something when you let guys cut promos and just show get their into personality? character and. Yeah, that's good shit, pal. I mean, Chewing if he's the madman from the Sudan, then he needs to do things that a madman would do. A year ago, he was babyface with Norman. <sighs> oh my god, you, I, I forgot about that. Just oh, a year ago. Fuck you, Michael. All right, thank you. I, Fuck, dude. Yeah. How can you how can you make him a baby face? Thanks, Herd. That's like saying, hey, we we got this guy Hitler. Right. We're gonna try to get him over. I mean right. what the fuck? Yeah. He's gonna wear he's gonna wear the the, the, the swastika out here and um we'll make him a baby yeah. face. He'll be yeah. the he'll be the <laughs> Yeah, he'll be the baby face. I mean it, at least in the Smoky Mountains with Smoky Mountain Wrestling, they they didn't try to make the Stormtrooper a babyface. Right. I mean, they were just as bad making 
Dixie Dynamite, the baby face. <laughs> but, you know, what the fuck, man? What are we doing here? All right, let's keep going. Um, next match, Ricky Morton. Um, the whole York Foundation's out there with him versus Brian Pillman. This is a pretty good battle with these two. Well, I thought it was supposed to be Tommy Rich. Is that what they said last week? I don't remember. Why are you saying I that, Doc? So. And then, like, this is the matchup for the light heavyweight title, too, right? No. But it's going to be, right? It's going to be. I think at the next pay-per-view. So we're going to give this away for free. Well, I mean, what do you expect? This is Jim Hurd WCW. I mean, why, why you know? I didn't know they had a light heavyweight title back. We're in a tournament. In this Remember day. Mike Graham? Yes, but to answer Hopper's question, uh, they do have one. It's not there yet, but it will be. In this time? It's yes. for the smaller guys to feel like they're part of things. Because I remember, no. like, they're in the 90s, like, they're in a heyday. Yeah, they'll have it. They're going to have it during this era. I mean, it's not, to me, it's not very memorable, but they right. have it during this era. Because I stopped, I, I'm almost at the point where I stopped watching because this is about the, because I was a freshman in, in high school, I think, at this point. And, and you were chasing. Start, yeah. Because what happened was I stopped watching because it, it, it got to the point where this stopped coming on at a decent hour. And this and superstars started to come on at like fucking four four o'clock in the fucking morning because the infomercials popped up and that was chewing up the fucking the the good time slots well this was still coming on at 605 yeah but yeah, yeah but this is cable i am yeah, cable. i got yeah i got you so i got you. I I had was fucking worldwide and that started coming on at, at like fucking fucking five six in the fucking morning Goddamn capitalists selling their damn infomercials, man. Right, that's what happened. That's the fucking hairspray dude covering the ball spot and the fucking the fucking grill and and all that shit took took those prime time spots. That's true. And that's when I stopped watching wrestling. I right. stopped watching WWE when it was when like Razor came in and doinked the clown, and that's when it started being. And that's when it started coming on at four in the morning, and it's just like I can't. No, I'm not waking up to watch this. <laughs> he was a freshman in high school, spent the night out of drinking, rolling yeah, rocks, and slaying dude. a piece. And he's like, I ain't getting up at four for that wrestling. Let's see. Back then, I was at the fun arcade playing Street Fighter Two, mm-hmm. beating the bitches, telling yeah. people. <laughs> I'm glad we cleaned that up and made sure we understood that he doesn't enjoy uh, and thinks beating up women is reprehensible. I mean, it's a it's a crime. Yeah, you shouldn't right. do that. Right. He's talking about a video game here, but uh, yeah, he was he was uh, at the funnel cave pumping stuff, quarters. Bob. Just kid stuff, Bob. Okay, keeping it moving. Uh, any thoughts on these two going back and forth with the crowd into it? And it was a pretty good match between Morton and Pillman here. Pretty good match till it got dumb at the end. The end pissed you off? I don't know that it pissed me off. It was just dumb. Well, the the thing is, you said it at the beginning. They're giving this away on free TV, even though this is going to end up being, I believe, the title match or the final for the light heavyweight. Um, so Morton goes to the top rope. Pillman throws him off the top. Pillman catches Morton with a flying lariat. Uh, Pillman looks like he's going to get the win. And Morton and Tommy Rich, follow me here, they do a switcheroo. But Rich gets pinned when they do this switcheroo. Now, Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton do not look alike, but they still do the switcheroo. <laughs> and Pee Wee Anderson realized what happened, and he calls for a DQ because he's like, no, you can't do a switcheroo like that. And then the York Foundation, after the match, then decides to attack Pillman, lay him out, and all that good stuff. Is that what you're getting at here? There's the yes. switch. Yeah, what the fuck? Wait. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they don't even have this. Like, Rich has I mean, got the, the bl- same gear. Bl- Rich has black tights on and white boots. 
Ricky Morton has the Rock and Roll Express tights, black and red, with shiny boots, and, you know, the bandanas all over the place. And somehow they <laughs> thought the switcheroo was a good idea. Go ahead, Doc. You seem to not like this, so I want to hear your thoughts. It's stupid. Yeah. And then they attack Pillman after. I don't I don't know who thought the switcheroo finish was a good idea. Cause they would have needed to have the same stuff on and they look not remotely close. Mm-mm. So uh, that's how it ends, and then they, like I said, they attack Pillman at the end of it, and um, we keep moving. The, the participants deserved better. How about that? Yes. Oh, it, it, it was it was it was trash. All right, so we go to commercial and come back and follow me here because uh, this this moves quick. What I'm about to tell you. So it's remember they said the main event was going to be Abdullah the Butcher versus Bobby Eaton. Um, as Bobby Eaton is coming to the ring, Abdullah attacks him with the kendo stick. And then sends him into one of the corner posts. They fight on the outside for a while. Then they fight into the exit area where you can't see him. Then Bobby is fighting back and they head back to the ring. Eaton tees off in Abdullah with a chair. But Abdullah hits Eaton with a throat punch. They finally go in the ring. Bobby monkey flips Abdullah. Bobby is about to hit Abdullah with the Alabama jam. But Cactus comes out, gets involved. We finally get a DQ. Rick Steiner hits the ring to help Bobby. All four guys are in the ring fighting. Um, they're beating down Steiner. Everything I mentioned happened within about a four to five minute time capsule. Um, it really wasn't a match. It just was more of an attack and assault on Bobby Eaton from the beginning. Doc, what were your thoughts on what they did here? Did they do something wrong? Did it go right? How should this have been better? Okay, so first of all, this is some hardcore shit for 1991. On Saturday night. Everything but the blood. Right. I agree. Yeah. Right. Um, at first, I was a little mad because I was like, why are we sacrificing Bobby Eaton so that for this? Okay. But I think I get it. And Eaton started to fight back. I kind of thought it was a mess, but then I kind of thought it's kind of badass because it was different. Look, they they did literally disappear in the hallway because there's no light. Yeah, they went and got to drag <laughs> off a cigarette back there real quick. <laughs> it's like they're in a black hole and then they come up fighting. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I didn't know what to think of it at first. You know, I was like, oh, we're going to get a match here. But like you said, Bobby fought back and, you know, Bobby brings a chair out and Bobby gets his stuff in once they finally get back into the ring and Bobby tees off on him with a chair and it's a brawl. Um, look at Bobby. Bobby's swinging that Damn, chair. Look at him. Now that's a plastic chair. The the, yeah, the seat still, is plastic, but it looks good. Yeah. It's like, well, look at it. It's bouncing off of his head. Watch when he hits him with that chair. Look, look, he catches him in the back a few times and then he just starts swinging. Bam. Watch. Bam. But is he kind of softening the blow by glancing it off his shoulder first? I don't know, man. He's hitting them in the head, them last two, and and it's okay. it's bouncing off. I was going to say, and this was this was kind of hardcore, man, for a little corporate company to be rolling out. Yeah. Are you shocked um, how fast Abdullah can get to his feet? Look at this. He tries to flip him out the corner, and it's funny. I, I I watched this like twenty times. Harper, watch this when Bobby goes to to flip him. Abdul is just so big and large; you well, he barely gets over. He did get over. That's he got over. Look at it. Yeah. He got over. Yeah, it's true. It wasn't pretty, but he got over. Go out there and yeah. get yourself over. Right. He didn't fall like a wet turd, is what it, what I'm hearing. But uh, this is it. Look, this is again. It's good. Cactus comes out. Like I said, he attacks Bobby. Bobby ends up getting beat down. Steiner gets beat down. All of this happened in the the, the last significant portion of the show. I don't know what the hell kind of board Cactus is hitting Bobby with. It looks like a sheet of plywood, but one side is painted. Um, any other thoughts on this, Doc? As we uh, wind down this, it was episode? a beat down, man, and it was. We're trying to establish Abdullah and Cactus as dangerous characters, which is needed and not hard to do. So I, I, I didn't have a problem with this. Me neither. I guess if I was to... watching this back then, 
I'll, I, I, I'll be thinking, oh, I bet Stan's going to come out. This is when Stan and, and Cornette come back. Nope. Yeah. Oh, to save Bobby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess you could look at it that way. Somebody might have been thinking that because you, you would have never known. You're just thinking, oh, man, mm-hmm. he's a former member of the Midnight Express. What are we going to do here? Yeah. Okay. All right. On that note, um, so here's the thing. This is the last significant thing that happens in the show. What do I mean by that? They go to commercial after all this happens with this beatdown of Steiner and Bobby Eaton. And we come back from commercial and we return backstage to the media room and they discuss what just happened to Bobby and Steiner and how Cactus and Abdullah left them laying. They then throw to a replay, a complete replay of what we just saw between Abdullah and Bobby Eaton. And then for the last 10 minutes of the show, they show replays that we have seen already with Cactus, Sting, Luger, Race, Hughes, Simmons, Wyndham. They, it felt like they ran out of material. Mm. And for the last 14 minutes of the show, it's nothing but replays and, yeah, just a bunch of replays. And that's the end of the show. So, I guess I'm not complaining because I was able to just fast forward all through it and I didn't have to watch two full hours. But it definitely was like, uh, something got mistimed or we didn't have enough matches or something here. Maybe we should let more guys cut some promos or something. I don't know. But anyway, uh, noticeably missing from the episode, and I get it, is Sting. Um, Lex. You know, Lex. There's there's people we don't see at all on this show. but I mean, we see them, but in replays, they're not actually here doing anything new. So on that note, we need to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Uh, before we do so, again, we do have Halloween Havoc coming up. The only way to listen to our review of that is on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash BTT. Great way to support the show. Great way to uh, not only support the show, but get tons of extra content. 400 plus episodes are available there for you to enjoy, including the video versions of all of these shows that we review. Uh, so if you ever wonder why, hey, uh, I want to see what you're looking at. Well, you can do that by becoming a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtc uh, as we uh, the video versions are there to listen to and watch as well. Uh, Doc, uh, rate it. What are you giving this one? You know, the two hours thing is a problem. <laughs> well, the Braves are on the West Coast, Bubba. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, well, and it's almost October, so... Um, but this was a pretty good episode because there were some things I really liked and the enforcers were tremendous and Abdullah's crazy and I'm going to go we carry the one add that up I'm going to go B plus Um, yeah give me a B plus as well I mean, technically, it wasn't two hours because, like, once you meet, reach the 142 mark, it was over. So I'm going to go people. Yeah, but what I had to stay with it and fast forward to make sure something didn't happen, and I didn't like that. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Uh, what are you giving it, Hopper? I give it a solid B. Hopper gives it a B. Yeah. So now we need to hand out the Rolex. The Rolex, I already gave mine out. It's going to Arn. Who are you giving yours to, Doc? Uh, Zabisco. I mean, you could probably make an argument to give it to both of them, to be honest with you. I know. That's what I want to do. They both get one. I'm changing the rules. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, hey. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. What? It is important within the BTT corporate structure for <laughs> everyone to follow the rules. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Cornette, he, he, well, he's a hothead, and he sent me a black wreath. I mean, I thought it was funny, but I mean, come no, on. It was funny, but come on. I mean, his mouth gets him in trouble, and that's why he eh, yeah. can't do anything today, you know. All right. So that's the ratings. That's the Rolex. Before we get out of here, do need to plug Hard Body's Hard Body Helpers life advice, relationship advice, video shop. How to beat COVID twice. How to beat COVID twice. Yeah. All you got to do is email him. Chris Hopper 16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. The email address is Chris Hopper 16 
wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Email Hopper. Let him know what you want in your video shout out, relationship advice, promo. Look, he, he'll give advice to people you hate as well. So if there's somebody you hate out there, not just you, and you want him to cut a promo on, on them, email him and tell him what you want. After you email him and tell him what you want, make sure you PayPal him. 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. And that's that. Okay, uh, that's about wrapping things up here. Doc, anything else before we get out of here? And I throw it to Hopper for the tagline. No. All right, I hear that. It's been a long one. Yeah. All right. Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>